Here we are. Today's leap day. Did you know that? I just I realized it. Yeah. You just realized it. <laughs> I just realized it. Yeah. Right yeah, when it's I was the 29th of February, 2024. Yeah. Right when I was through the start of the show, I was like, well, damn, it's leap year. It is. <laughs> well, let's leap. Let's leap into March. Let's there leap into the show. Let's do it. Is this thing working? Welcome to the show, everyone. Please share, like, and follow everywhere that you see. Please share the show. Thank you for everything that you do. You listen, you share. You follow, you have been awesome. Yep, tell your friends. Tell, tell your, your neighbors. Friends. But make sure you get out today and vote. Well, there's two days left of primary early voting, so go ahead and get that done. And if you don't, you have one more day, which is primary election day, which is Tuesday of next week. So let's just go ahead and get it all voted up. And make sure you vote for the judges that yeah. we've been talking about. What are their names? There's Lee Finley. Gina Parker. And David Schink. That's it. So let's vote for them. And then Paulette Carson for District 9 and Joanne Schaffner for District 11. So we're excited. Primary season is almost over. The candidate forum in Lufkin tonight at the Pines Theater. 530. At 5.30. Be there or be square. Yeah, we're yes. going to be there. We're going to be there today. And one more update before we get on to the show. Paxton has sued another Texas school, Frisco ISD. We'll be watching this closely, and we'll bring you updated information as it is available. That's all we have on that right now. But the big news from yesterday was that the state of Illinois adds itself to the list of states trying to boot President Trump off their primary ballot. Election interference. That's what it is. Cook County Judge Tracy Porter handed down an order to the Illinois Election Board on Wednesday to remove Donald Trump from the state's primary ballot, but then almost immediately put her order on hold until Friday with the expectation that he'll surely appeal. And this, of all places, is coming from Salon, so you can tell my choices of... of yeah, you chose a leftist <laughs> well, <laughs> paper, but it tells you, you know, the it, leftist things. So. It tells you what they're doing. Election interference. And, and here's what I got out of this from yesterday. Co-signing similar moves made by Colorado and Maine, Porter is basing the decision to boot Trump on the 14th Amendment's insurrection ban. This is what they write. It says here, the court also realizes the magnitude of this decision and its impact on the upcoming primary Illinois election. The Illinois State Board of Elections shall remove Donald J. Trump from the ballot for the general primary election on March 19th, 2024, or cause any votes cast for him to be suppressed. Election interference. It is. It's exactly what it is. And to me, this makes the best case for election interference right here. This is what's so crazy about our corrupt court system, our election system. It's all corrupt. Listen to what the judge says. The court also realizes the magnitude of this decision and its impact on the upcoming primary election. So the judge is telling you as a voter, hey, we understand that the decision that I've made here is going to greatly impact the, uh, the the election. But we're going to go ahead and do it anyway, whether you like it or not. And if you've already done mail-in voting and you voted for Donald Trump, we're not going to count your vote. How crazy and corrupt is that? Election interference. Ain't it? Yeah. I mean, this is ridiculous. You know, the only thing that they're going that they're doing right now, because he has to, Donald Trump has to appeal this now. This is taking time away from us and being out there campaigning on the, yeah. on the trail and money. Once again, he has to pay an attorney to appeal this. 
and goes through all the courts. So they are just killing him with these If, if he files the appeal, okay, and so if he files the appeal on Friday, which I think the judge is even expecting him to do that, but if he files the appeal on Friday, what does that do for the ballot then? I mean, if he files the appeal, do they still honor that, that ruling by the judge to take him off of the ballot, or is that put on hold too? Well, it would be put on hold once he files the appeal because the Supreme Court still has that Colorado case. case, yeah. And so they're th- okay. that's why they're doing it now because, you know, it's all about just messing with him. And that's because they're mad at all the wins. I mean, the Supreme Court of the United States has taken up Trump's immunity case, which halts all legal indictments. All of this, those this. January 6th, anything that's immune that, that they tried to get him for be, while he was president of the United States. So they have this one, and that was big. And then the, as soon as that came out, this, this Illinois judge all of a sudden removes him from the ballot. This is what they do. They have this thing where if Trump wins, they add something to it. But Julie Kelly, she came out yesterday with a tweet that helped us understand what is going to happen with this case she says the january 6th case in washington has been on hold since december all pre-trial deadlines were suspended pending resolution of immunity question chuckin who is the january 6th judge vacated the march 4th trial date earlier this month in doing so she indicated she would essentially roll back the clock and allow trump to make up the time between the december hold and scotus opinion so even if scotus issues a decision in late may and upholds appellate court ruling denying immunity claims that adds almost six months to trial schedule so that would mean october november yeah that they would hear it wouldn't even get you wouldn't even get a a ruling until after the elections Yes. Big win. So it's a big win. So Illinois and all these Democrats, they're they're holding out. Every time he wins something, they're going to add something. Yeah, the lawfare game. The lawfare game. That's that's their game. They just keep it up. At some point, when do we rise up and put a stop to this? I mean, at some point, at what point do we go, this is it. You're not going to have unfair, rigged, biased, or slanted elections. You're not going to do it. When are we going to go back to well, voter ID, paper ballots, same-day voting? When are we going to go back to that? That's how it used to be done, and it worked. Well, you know, January 6th, when everyone saw that the 2020 election was not up to par, and all those people showed up, they tried. They said, hey, this was an unfair election. Why don't you listen to me? No, now they're putting them in jail. And with an election coming up, There are so many things that are going on in our country, and I know that we have been discussing the border constantly. Yeah, almost nonstop. Nonstop. And there's so much other things that are going on in our country, too. But the number one issue for the American people is the border. I mean, even the Democrats are shocked at how much the American people are not on board with an open border. And... um, did you hear that we're preparing to have dueling presidential visits at the vo- at the border of Texas today? Yeah, I heard about that. With Trump going to Eagle Pass and Biden going to Brand- Brownsville. And why is Biden going, to- going down there? He has been absent from the border since he illegitimately took the office. And yeah. so has Kamala Harris. 
Yeah, he wants this border open. I mean, let's look at the difference in the two Texas border towns. Looking at the numbers here of what we're seeing with the illegal immigrant encounters, if you look at the two areas where Trump's going to be going to the to the Eagle Pass area or the Del Rio sector, and you look at where Biden's going to the Brownsville area, which is the Rio Grande Valley sector, you look at the numbers in comparison of illegal immigrant encounters, man. Yeah, the difference night and day. Yeah. Yeah, Eagle Pass area, illegal immigrant encounters, February 25th, 26th, and 27th, you have about 1,100 encounters encounters at Eagle Pass area in the Del Rio sector. And Brownsville, you have exactly 34. So that's a big difference. Yeah. You know, and the Brownsville sector is pretty much dried up at this point. Now, Eagle Pass has slowed down the last three days because Governor Abbott is down there, you know, controlling our border and sending them away. You know, but in the Del Rio sector alone, December through January, 87,760 came across from December through January. Reported. Reportedly. That's what we're doing. We're reading a CBP report. And in the Rio Grande Valley, only 25,570 passed through December through January in a month. Yeah. So think about that, though. In one month, if you count both totals, the 87,000 to 25,000. Yeah, that's a lot. Just in those sectors alone, that's 100,000. For one month. For one month. For one month. Over 100,000. You know, that's in Texas. So this is, you know, what the people are seeing. Yeah, and and people are asking, you know, and, and you ask the question, why, what's the impact of keeping this border open? First off, we're being invaded by people. We're continually seeing the news from the Darien Gap. Mm-hmm. You've mentioned this before. It's to change the demographics. But here's a segment from Mike Huckabee's show, and this explains another angle of what the Democrats are doing. People keep asking, why are they doing this? Yeah. One, I think Democrats want to reimagine America. Long term, they're looking at the 10 million people who've already kind of entered our country illegally over the last three years as potential voters. But short term, you know, just go as far as as California. Yvette Clark, a Democrat congresswoman, was talking about how many people are exiting their state. They're going to places like Texas. They're going to places like Florida. Do the math. They need more people in their district to be able to keep their seats. So the 10 million people that have come over already represent 14 new congressional districts. 14? 14. It's about 700,000 people that we each represent. So when you do the math on the 10 million, it's about 14 new seats. Where are they going to go? California. They're going to go to New York. They're going to go to Illinois to make up the difference of the people who are leaving. This is all about Democrats maintaining those congressional seats and maintaining control. And they don't care the fact that we've had 100,000 people who have been killed by fentanyl. They don't care about the moms and the the families that are being killed by DUI drivers who should never be in this country. The murders, the rapes, the, the child trafficking, the sex trafficking. They don't care about that. It is all about control. Well, if he doesn't care, if the, if what she says is true, yeah. and they don't care about you know what's happening at the border and bringing everybody in here, you know, because I really didn't get why all of a sudden Biden is interested in the border. You know, the Biden administration has ignored the people and what they wanted. We saw with our own eyes this massive flow of illegals, majority of them single males, 
and the number of unaccompanied minors that have come across without anybody yep. is amazing. Yep. And and in a classic politician fashion, you know, for three years he didn't care not one bit. This year, now he understands that even the northern states, like you talked about, the Democrat strongholds, Michigan, Chicago, San Francisco, New mm-hmm. York, especially, all these places now, they're screaming. They're mad. Yes. And he understands that's going to hurt him. And now he wants to go down there and pander and act as though he's going to do something, man. I know. And what's so crazy is you hear on the mainstream media constantly how Trump's policies separated children from parents. You know, those children didn't belong to anyone. You know, remember under Trump, they did DNA testing to make sure the children belonged to the adults coming to America? Yep. You know, because a lot of the illegals use these children to get here. You know, they use and traffic them to get into the U.S. It's so sad. So today will be interesting to see Biden and Trump at the border of Texas, where Texas has stopped the flow. You know, you know where where Biden goes is going to be clean. It is. There isn't going to be nothing on the streets. It's going to be just like his his last El Paso trip. Yeah. You know, he went to El Paso and they they run them all out of there and cleaned it all up. They did. Had a good press photo op and that was it. And but everybody seen and it for what it was. That's what it's going to be today. Yeah. But and, it's so funny to me how the White House is panicking. Because the people are just not on board with them, you know, putting all these people into their cities. No. They're complaining. And they're not voting for them. <laughs> yep. So, which you was, know. Yeah, which was shown in the Michigan primary. They're they're just going to vote uncommitted. They're not even going to mess with him. You know, and Mayor Adams in New York, you know. Yes. Well, you know, these sanctuary cities are also, the White House is panicking so much. They're asking these sanctuary cities to finally work with ICE after all this time. About hating eyes. Get rid of eyes. Yep. Now, all of a sudden, people are getting killed. With well, that Lake and Riley who got killed the other day. And, and that's the biggest one in the press, but from what I understand, lot of there's them. a lot of them. People have been bringing, out, bringing it out quite a bit lately. Yeah. Yeah, Mike Johnson, in his weak attempt yesterday to talk about the border crisis, you know, he brought up just four of, of these instances. Mm-hmm. And honestly, the only one that I'd really heard about was Lake and Riley. The other three, I had no clue that it even happened. But the point is that it is happening. Yeah, it's happening everywhere. And it's happening in these sanctuary cities. Yes. You know, and um, but the White House comes out with a statement, and they say, we welcome law, local law enforcement support and cooperation in apprehending and removing individuals who pose a risk to national security or public safety. A White House spokesman told Fox News Digital on Wednesday in response to a question about its stance on sanctuary cities. When a local jurisdiction has information about an individual who could pose a threat to public safety, we want them to share that information with ICE. Now, the White House is coming out and asking them to do this, you know, but they would force Texas to do it. They forced us to welcome people from all over the world into our state through our border. They carried it to an extreme to where we finally had to stand up and stand our ground and defend our own self. Yeah. And you know what? They stopped. You know what? Governor Abbott called his bluff. Yeah. And you haven't seen them... um, doing anything else yet but while we are on the border i just have to say this morning when i woke up turned on the tv to watch crazy fox news guess who was sitting on the curvy couch with brian kill me and the rest of the crew (laughs) 
Obama's DHS secretary, Jay Johnson. Obama's DHS secretary, Jay Johnson, was sitting there talking about this horrible border bill that we thought was scrapped. He's he's in there trying to talk it up. Yep. And I, I'm just I just had to point that out that Obama, listen, listen to what I say. Obama's DHS secretary. Why is he on Fox News talking this bill up? I just had that question. Right. Jack's, but Jack Posobiec over, over on X, he reminds us and the media about the false Obama claims. He said in his tweet, the media really once posted pictures of kids in cages at the border and lied that it was because of Donald Trump. They were taken during the Obama admin. The entire left pushed this hoax. So, there you go. <laughs> yeah, and then and then Johnson, you know, he who's the only person we have that maybe can help us shut this border down, and, and which all of us have screamed at him. We talked about the pickle he's in already yes. with this, and we I, we know where he's going to go. But you know, he finally comes out, you know, and and now he's beginning to holler, "Oh, the border needs to be secured." But at the same time, he's worked with the rest of the government to pass his CR. I told you, man, he's going to cave. He is going to cave. And guess what? I do believe they're going to have the vote today. So today is Thursday. We talked about the flagging yesterday. James, if this goes through today, you would have won this flag. Yep, that's two days ago I I made that prediction. Nope, two days ago. I don't know why I was thinking yesterday. Yep, it was two days ago. But yeah, what's so crazy, though, is they let our borders just go crazy. With people coming over and they're using your money to do it. You know, now they're using your money also to protect someone else's border. Do you know who that is? Ukraine. That's it. Every single day we're going to talk about Ukraine. Because Ukraine's borders are very important to our government. For some reason. For some reason. And we are on a mission to figure out why. And to tell you what we know about why. Lest we forget. I want to settle the war. Let's negotiate. And Zelensky has said we're not going to negotiate. Oh, when the wall came down in the Soviet Union, Europe, Gorbachev said, I'm going to allow you to reunify Germany under a NATO army. I'm going to remove 450,000 Soviet troops. But I want your commitment. After that, you will not move NATO one inch to the east. And we solemnly swore we wouldn't do it. Well, then in 97, we're going to move NATO a thousand miles to the east and take 15 countries into it and surround the Soviet Union. We then overthrow the Ukraine in 2014, their elected government, and put in a Western sympathetic government. Russia then has to go into Crimea because they have a port, their only warm water port, and they know the new government that we just installed is going to invite the U.S. Navy into their port. So then the Russians go in, they only send 40,000 people. It's a nation of 44 million people. They clearly do not intend to conquer Ukraine, but they want us back at the negotiating table. The Russians just want a guarantee that Ukraine won't join NATO. Zelensky signs the treaty, Putin's people sign the treaty, and Putin starts withdrawing the Russian troops. And what happens? Joe Biden sends Boris Johnson, the British Prime Minister, over to Ukraine in April and forces him to tear up the treaty. And since then, 450,000 kids have died who none of them should have died. 
Is this thing working? Rise up. Well, hey, everybody, that's it for today. Thanks for listening, and I hope you've enjoyed the show. Hope you've learned some things about what's going on around us in the nation and in your communities. You know, we couldn't do this without your continued support either. We appreciate all of you showing up, taking the time to listen to us today. So please, like I say, make sure to hit the like button, share our show with all your friends. We'll see you next time on Is This Thing Working? And as always, I'm James. And that's my lovely co-host over there, Denise. And we'll see you next time. We're out.